Many times we need to keep our health in check, but don't know what questions to ask or where to begin. We walk in blindly to our health care provider and walk out none the wiser and maybe even more confused than before. Can you take charge of your health and arm yourself with the questions and preparedness you need? The answer is yes. Welcome to Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs. This program will answer your questions and give you the best practices for facing your medical partner in good health. Now, here's Dr. Susan Downs. Hi, welcome to Occupy Health. This is Dr. Susan. Today, it's exciting. We're going to be talking about toxins. And anybody that knows me, that's one of my favorite topics. I mean, when they put all this fragrance on and I think they're so sexy, but it's so bad for the health and all the things people are eating and they put in their food and it's on their sofas. It's a really topic that's very dear to me. Uh, My next movie, Toxified, will address that, including EMF, which is also an important toxin, which we've discussed many times. Uh, By the way, a little plug, check out my current movie, The Big Secret, on Amazon Prime. But before we get started, there's there's an article I read this morning that disturbed me greatly, and that is that Amazon, okay, Amazon is banning anything that questions vaccines. Okay, Uh, you know, you can listen to my interview of J.B. Handley and Dr. Cowan on their books dealing with the subjects, and people, you can make up your own mind. But now they're banning any approach to healing or treating autism because they have to think it's genetic. Well, folks, I wrote an article on autism in the uh, Journal of Frontiers of Psychiatry in 2014, and it's so many different metabolic contributions, including toxins, that it can't, some of the symptoms can be reversed. For example, Kathleen Reed, who was on this show uh, in her program Unblind My Mind, she reversed her child's symptoms totally from not being able to even communicate to um, being one of the most social kids in school needing no help. So this concerns me. I mean, Facebook, Etsy, Pinterest are banning anything that questions vaccines. California state government's trying to pass a law. If you question the government, it's a crime. So I just uh, want to put it out there. I mean, it looks like some kind of censorship, and at least with autism, it's got so many components that some of the symptoms can be reversed. Each kid is different. won't work for everybody, but that concerns me. But anyway, now that I've had my rant, let's get back. Our guest is Beth Greer, and she is the author of the book, Supernatural Home, and it discusses toxins, something that we rarely think about. So Beth Greer, the supernatural mom, is an award-winning journalist and holistic health advocate. Her articles have appeared in numerous publications, including U.S. Magazine and the San Francisco Chronicle, and they're also online. This is She is the founder of the SupernaturalHome.com, a website devoted to providing earth, natural strategies, and advice. As the former president and co-owner of the Learning Annex, the largest private alternative adult education company in the U.S., Beth has helped thousands see new possibilities and feel empowered to make changes in their life. If you want to learn more, in the beginning of May, she will have a course that all of you can attend. So, um, welcome, Beth. Thank you. Great to be here. Okay. So, let's get started. Um, So, what got you interested in writing about toxins? Oh, my goodness. Well, so 17 years ago, I was 
I thought I was leading a healthy lifestyle. Like most of us do, we thought we were eating healthy and I was exercising. I watched my weight. I didn't smoke. I even had a meditation practice. So it came as a shock to me to discover I was diagnosed with this giant tumor in my chest. Um, it came about because I started feeling pain in my shoulder, went to my chiropractor. After five treatments, he said, it's not getting better. You know, go get an MRI. And the MRI discovered this mass in my chest. So I had it biopsied. It was a benign schwannoma tumor, which is a nerve root tumor. Very, very painful. But three top Bay Area surgeons, they all wanted to do surgery, and they couldn't agree on how to access this thing. So the first one wanted to cut me under my collarbone. The second one said, no, we're going in under your armpit. And then I went to someone at UC and he said, no, we're going to take out one of your ribs from the back and get it out. And I just thought, this is insane. Um, they couldn't agree, but they all, the, the thing they all agreed on was that it was risky surgery. I could lose the feeling in my hand permanently if I um, had the surgery because if the nerve got nicked or whatever. So I started, like, coincidentally, I, ha- I had booked myself down uh, a trip down to um, the Optimal Health Institute down in San Diego where you just do juice cleansing, green juices and colonics and things like that. And in just three days of doing this cleanse, I noticed that the pain started to diminish so that I didn't need sleeping pill to knock me out at night because the pain had been so bad um, I couldn't sleep. So um, I thought, well, this is interesting. Like, what's going on here? And so part of the process of being down there, you talk to your illness and all this. And so I communicated with my tumor, and the message came back to me to simplify, that what I was doing was actually simplifying my food intake. And I realized then that I, even though I thought I was eating healthy, I had been eating out a lot. We don't know what's in our food. Most of us don't ask in a restaurant, you know, what oils are you using, and is your meat sustainable, and is your fish wild? You know, so it's sort of really, like, light bulb went off that, oh my goodness, I see. So this, this um, getting rid of the things that, that, uh, that I had been eating, the processed food, I was microwaving my food, and again, eating out. So then I came home, and um, I thought, well, what else can I simplify? And I was putting on some lotion on my skin, and I looked at the label, and it was like a paragraph worth of unpronounceable chemicals. And I just thought, well, this is this can't be good. And so I put on my journalism hat. I, I had a master's in journalism uh, from NYU. And so I started doing research. And so I saw these chemicals, first of all, that our skin is our largest organ and it emits and it allows chemicals to, to enter very quickly into our bloodstream. So I, I thought, well, I need to, like, clean this up. And so I started throwing out all my my makeup and personal care products, shampoo, and switching out to all natural products. So, for example, my deodorant right now, I use baking soda, and that's it, and it works perfectly. Most deodorants have propylene glycol in it, for example, um, which is, which is uh, found in antifreeze. Um, and then I thought, okay, well, what else can I simplify? And I remember I was cleaning my kitchen, and I was spraying my countertop with Windex, how many of us are using, you know, these products that we grew up with and we think that they're safe? And so I just, I, I took a look at the label on the back and it said 
precautionary statement, hazardous to humans and domestic animals. And I just thought, well, this is, this is insane. Like, why are they selling this? Why am I using it? And so I did research and found out that I can just clean very well with hydrogen peroxide, baking soda, and white vinegar, for example. And so what happened next was kind of amazing because I, I was on this sort of cleanse and, you know, swapping out the bad stuff for good stuff. And um, day by day, I was feeling stronger and stronger, better and better, and then the pain just, like, went away. And it took about six months. I remember I had been diagnosed in January, and then around my birthday, my 50th birthday in May, um, the pain just went away. And then I, six months later, I had it scanned. I had the tumor scanned, and it had disappeared. So wow. that was my big wake-up call. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. My body can heal. Our bodies heal when we when we get rid of the toxins. So wow. so that's kind of put me on this path, you know, of to become a, a zealot. You know, well, I just, people um, don't realize how important there is. For example, is a hundred thousand chemicals that are commonly used that are not studied at all on their ability to affect our health. Eighty to a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm chemicals have been invented now the european union has something called the precautionary principle we don't put this in the in the in uh, where people are exposed to it uh you know we we be careful and we need data first that there's going to be no harm we don't have that our epa environmental protection agency in the u.s is um Dr. Valinato said they never had studies on these chemicals. They had a fake lab that just rubber stamped them. There's food and right. products that are in the U.S. food supply that they will not allow in Europe. So this, but we don't realize how many chemicals there are. Uh, it's just yeah, so and many making that, that more, people, and we're so and used to all, all these the chemicals and these smells right. and these fragrances. We're not even aware. Right. They're making more and more, and then if they do test one, they're not testing what happens when you're exposed to hundreds a day like we are. So when you see the word fragrance on a label, it can mean, not only, I used to think it can mean up to a hundred different chemicals, but I met someone, a a scientist who told me that he he picked out a fragrance and there were 4,000 chemicals. (laughs) And so it's like, it's just, we're living in a toxic soup and it's it's easy to to start switching out your products, and you really need to become aware of, of what you know we're all being exposed to. Because you know as well as I do, I mean, how many people are getting sick? It's just it's it's crazy. It's um, there's an epidemic: guilt, autism, anxiety, depression. I mean, those things alone. Where, you know, where is this coming from? So, I believe that a, a big piece of, the, of this puzzle, this disease puzzle, is coming from environmental toxins. And, you know, a huge piece of it are the pesticides, the glyphosate that's being used in, in the killer Roundup. But you're not going to find that on Amazon, folks, because they don't want you to know about how you can make autism symptoms better. Uh, yeah, and fragrances, uh, to me, I understand, like, there can be 100 chemicals, many of them petroleum-based. They don't have to label it because it's a uh, industry secret so it can be all sorts mm-hmm. of things and they can even and the word natural is so misleading you see natural on there and that's an, another warning sign because that could have all sorts of creepy chemicals that they don't have to disclose because of industry secrets right 
Well, I want to tell you a little story about, you know, I go into people's homes. I, I do, um, I do help people. Um, I'm kind of like a toxic detective and I go in and do assessments and then help remediate issues. And the people who tend to call me in are people who have sort of mystery conditions. So one client in particular had been on codeine cough syrup and inhalers for years and their doctors, you know, didn't know why she was coughing. And she, and she said something funny to me. She said, you know, Beth, when I sleep at a hotel, I don't cough. And I was like, it was like all, all of a sudden I just knew the answer. There's something going on in her bedroom that she wasn't aware of. So I came to her home and I walk into her bedroom and bingo, she's got 20 scented candles. And they're all the kinds that are not, not the natural, you know, uh, beeswax kind, but these are scented with artificial fragrances. And, um, and I said to her, well, here's your problem. And she, and I could feel my throat starting to itch as soon as I walked in there. She said, oh no, I'm not getting rid of these. These are relaxing. Some of them are very expensive. Some of them are gifts. I like them every night. And I basically, you know, I had this, like, tug of war with her about this thing because I, I had a bag and I said, let's just take, do an experiment. Let's get rid of them for a few days and just see how you feel. And, um, so I loaded up the bag brought it outside, and then I actually looked into her, in her bathroom, and she had also, everything was scented. She had mousse and perfume, and her deodorant was scented, and her lotion was scented, you know. So it was kind of um, a lot. She was exposing herself to a lot. But the candles, removing the candles, she called me a few days later, and she said her cough had stopped. And that, to me, it's like a miracle, you know. And uh, the next step was encouraging her to start to switch out to buying natural personal care products without scent. Yeah, and even when you put in these air fresheners that remove the scent, that also has a lot of toxins in it that people aren't aware of. Now, you and your book divide toxins into stuff that we put in us, which is our food. Uh, we mm-hmm. had many shows on that. Uh, stuff we put on us. Uh, as we're and stuff that is around us, like in our couches and our rugs and stuff. So now that we're mm-hmm. on the topic of things that we put on us and cosmetics, tell us what kind of stuffs in all this cosmetics that people blather on themselves to look painted. Well, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of chemicals in there, and like you were saying earlier about the European Union, um, they reformulate um, products that go to Europe, like Revlon and Estee Lauder and all that, because they have um, what's called the, their never list. They don't um, allow certain chemicals in there that they do allow here. So if you're still using makeup that you're finding in the department stores, you know, I really highly caution you to pay attention to that. Um, the product, I, I endorse very few products, but I like Beauty Counter, and um, I have a link on my website which shows the makeup, and you know it's it makes you look good, but it's not it's non toxic, and they and they have a list. They're committed. I mean, the founder was um, interviewed in the New York Times, and they have a list of they, what they call their never list, which you know lists all these chemicals that they would never ever use. So, um, you know, I give people um, if, they, if they want to email me, I can give you a list of things to avoid. I don't want to start, you know, listing them. You're never going to remember them. But um, just know that if you're using stuff that's on the store shelf, that's makeup that's, you know, commercially made, chances are it's not going to be good for you. And 
And if you're using it every day, like lipstick, you know, they have, they put mercury in mascara, they put plasticizers um, to make the mascara, you know, last longer and make your eyelashes look better. These, these things are uh, affecting our hormones. So, so my concern, especially is for young women with childbearing years, I mean, it's, it's tragic when you think about, I mean, manufacturers can put almost anything they want in, in their, in their products without having to prove, like you said earlier, that, that it's safe. And what's even worse is the CIR, the Cosmetic Ingredient Review, is in charge of regulating these in the U.S., and that is funded by the Cosmetic Toiletrine Fragrance Association or the Personal Care Products Council, the Industry's Trade Association. So the industry is the one that's paying for regulating these project products. Does that make sense? And another thing about these yeah. products is they go into the skin, into your body, and some of these creams actually have substances in them to help them get through the skin. So you've got all these chemicals right. in your body, so you think you're putting it on you, but you're putting it in you. And is it any wonder people are so sick? Yeah, and it go, it's right. It goes in the bloodstream, and then it, it impacts our, it can impact our moods, emotions. Uh, it goes into the liver, and so it creates this sort of body burden, right? This toxic body burden. So our poor livers are, are stressed out and we get backed up with, with um, these chemicals in our bodies. Yeah, no wonder we don't feel well. No wonder we're achy or we're emotional or depressed or um, it's just, you know, it's the, the food is, is a big piece of it, but, but also the things because our skin is our largest organ, so um, really pay attention to what we're putting on our skin, the sunscreen that we're putting on our children, for example. Um, it's so important to buy safe, natural products uh, that we're using on our skin on a daily basis. Yeah, and in lipstick, I understand a lot of lipstick, they put lead in, and then there's things called parabens and all sorts of chemicals that, you know, as you say, are endoc- affect our endocrine system, but they do a lot more, and they don't necessarily leave the body and I just don't understand why people are so insistent in putting this in their body. I don't get it. Right. Because they don't, they're not, they're not aware. I think that they think because it's on the store shelf that it has been tested for safety. Um, and I just want to add one little thing. It's not that they're putting lead in the lipstick. There's lead that occurs naturally in certain, um, in certain um, colors. And so, and certain minerals. So there are certain lipsticks that will be tested for, for heavy metals. And so those, those are the companies that you want to, to go use. And um, so that's, that's kind of the thing. But, you know, the, the, most of the makeup companies either are not testing or they're not sharing their results with us. Yeah, it's pretty scary. Um, you know, um, uh, um, now, as for example, parabens that are in many of these products. Uh, Mount Sinai yes. School of Medicine made some studies that it affect it causes reproductive and development disorders. It contributes to learning problems such as attention deficit, and it leads to immune dysfunction. And if you look at most of your products you put on you, it's got parabens in it. Right, and I read a study that said that something like. Over 90% of the breast cancer tumors that have been examined contain parabens. So think about that. If you're using a deodorant that's been, that has a preservative on it, that, and it will say either ethyl paraben, methyl paraben, polyparaben, you know, you'll see it on the label. So 
you're putting, let's say you're shaving under your armpits and then you're putting your deodorant on, it's, it's going right in quickly and then it's close to the breast. So, um, you know, yeah. I, people don't want to read labels. That's the other thing I've, I've noticed. It's like, oh, God, don't give me one more task to do, you know. So um, I have a lot of um, products on my website that I stand by, and so I've done the research for you. So if you go to bestglear.com and you look at my recommended products, you can find some really safe, natural, healthy alternatives. And then there's something else called DEA, which is used for thickening and foaming agents in shampoo, bath products, soaps, etc. And that quickly goes mm-hmm. to the skin. It's linked with stomach, esophagus, liver, bladder cancers. And uh, and the Agency for Research on Cancer recommends it be considered a carcinogen, yet we lather it on mm-hmm. ourselves freely. Right. Yeah, so people should look for those letters, uh, D-E-A, M-E-A, anything all caps with three, three letters. Um, that's sort of a giveaway. Um, and you want to look for things, you want to avoid the word fragrance. Um, look for things that are made with essential oils instead. Um, not fragranced oil, that's another kind of uh, name for fragrance. So manufacturers are tricky. Like you said, the word natural is meaningless. Um, non-toxic can be meaningless too. I mean, it's just, they're marketing terms. So you really have to kind of know which, um, which products to trust and use on your skin. And basically you want to choose things that, that are effective, but are, contain the least amount of ingredients, just like food. I mean, if you're buying processed food, which you just, you know, which I, I don't, think it's great, but if you, if you are, you want to find things with no more than five ingredients, let's say, instead of like looking at a, a label um, and you'll see, you know, some, some, of these, some of these labels have 15 items in, in a loaf of bread, for example, and one of the things that uh, people should pay attention to are the preservatives in bread, uh, like calcium propionate. So I used to um, do like a little show and tell uh, in my talks, and I would bring products with me, and I used to bring this loaf of bread that I bought at Safeway and um, I brought it because it said 100% whole wheat and I wanted to show that when you're looking for a product, you want to find something that says made, you know, 100% rather than made with the wheat. So, um, because if you see the word made with on any label, it can mean there's just, you know, 1% or one drop of it. There's, there's no guidelines on there. So, you know, I had this loaf of bread and... I noticed that I hadn't put it in my refrigerator or freezer. It was in my pantry, and I'd pull it out every now and then to do a talk. And about eight months later, this bread had not a speck of mold on it. And I thought, what? This is interesting. So I looked at the label, and it said um, mold inhibitor, calcium propionate. And so, I, of course, I look it up, and it, it says causes ADHD behavior in rats. So it starts to think, you know, well, not only is it, you know, creating this bread that never molds, which I wonder what's doing in our bodies, but if it's causing ADHD behavior in rats and then you're feeding it to yourself and your family, like, what is, what is it, is it exacerbating emotional issues? You know, a simple preservative like that. 
Well, another thing on bread is a lot of it, times they use bromine, which is very dangerous because it's in the same column of the periodic table as chlorine and iodine, and it could substitute for iodine. But also with our wheat, they tend to spray it with glyphosate desiccation to dry it <laughs> out before it comes to market. So it might be GMO-free, maybe, I don't know, but they spray glyphosate all over it. And as we've discussed many other places, glyphosate it affects the shikimate pathway, which are going to affect your gut. You're going to get leaky gut. You're going to get leaky brain. It affects your ability to detox, all the other toxins. But I want to get back a little bit, a couple more points on the things we put on us. There's something else that yes. also in, in the products we put on us, one for dioxane. And that's in mm-hmm. most natural products, including Whole Foods 365. And that um, you know, it's in lipstick, sunscreen, shampoo, etc., and that um, helps. Re- and this helps release formaldehyde, which is really dangerous for it. And that's just, this product is in mascara, deodorant, mm-hmm. body scrubs. And then there's also phthalates that is put in some of our products, and that helps fragrances linger longer, so we can have the stink out there longer. And this has got a lot of uh, adverse health effects, and it's found in deodorants hair gel, hair mousse, hairspray, and body care products. This is scary. Phthalates are, yeah, are not phthalates are very Right. Phthalates are very scary. They're, they're used in nail polish to make it, them chip less. They, they put them in mascara to make uh, not smudge. They're put in um, lipsticks. You know, it's a plasticizer, and so um, it's found in, in fragrance to make perfume last longer, that sort of thing. So if you've been on an elevator and somebody comes in, you know, with a scent, and then when they leave, their scent stays behind, <laughs> it's because they're using a fragrance that, that contains phthalates. So, um, yeah, it's hard. It's interesting because, you know, I've, I've had clients, it's really kind of hard for them to give up the, the perfume. It's like that's been a big one. You know, they feel like, this is their signature scent, and they they like it, and they but they don't realize what it's doing to their bodies. So when they stop using them, then all of a sudden they start to feel better. It's like, oh, okay. So then I tell them, you know, try it again. Once you start feeling better, see, try using it and see how you feel. Just like with the food, if you eliminate gluten for a while. And then you bring it back, let's say, in a month and see how you feel. How does it affect your gut? So then people notice because, you know, if they take it away and they see how they feel and then it's a little, they can do a little experiment with themselves. And it's always very revealing. So I find that when, you know, a sinus condition clears up because we got rid of the scent and then they bring it back and then they see that they need an antihistamine again, it's clear to them that it's not working for them. And there's a couple studies on phthalates. <clears throat> 2006 Shana Swan study, mothers exposed to this, uh, their babies were more likely to have undescended testicles and smaller penises. Now, in 2008, mm-hmm. there's a study for, uh, for future families reported over 80% of the babies had at least seven different phthalates in their urine. I mean, do we want to do this to our kids? And we're wondering why our kids are getting more ADHD and and autism, which I guess we can't mention around Amazon. I mean, do we really want to do this to our next generation? You know, it's um, I, it reminds me of a, a time that I went to uh, Chicago to visit my nephew and and his son, who. Um, he had some behavioral issues, and um, we we went the, the son did, and we went to the 
Chicago Children's Museum, and it was time for lunch, and I thought, well, children's museums, they'll have healthy food. Wrong, right? So, so it was just, it was horrifying. So, you know, they just had, like, well, chicken nuggets. It was the best of the lot. But anyway, his son ordered um, macaroni and cheese and orange soda. And, I, you know, and my daughter was there, and she wanted the same thing. I wouldn't let her eat it. And so... This is when they were about seven or eight years old. So um, anyway, but after about 20 minutes um, after the meal, his son had a meltdown. From, and I said, it's got to be from the food additives, you know, the coloring, the artificial food guys. They've done studies and they've shown that it causes, um, you know, excessive uh, uh, behavior and um, temper tantrums in, in even normal kids. And so... I did some research and found out that, you know, there's over 100 milligrams of um, artificial food dyes in just that simple meal of, um, he had macaroni and cheese, an orange soda, and a little bag of Skittles. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, his brain just went on fire. So, um, yeah, so much, so much. What about toothpaste? Well, yeah, toothpaste has, um, well, fluoride, which I don't think is, is a good thing for us. And so you can find um, toothpaste without fluoride, but then you want to look for the preservatives and additives. And sometimes they put, well, in Colgate Total, they're using triclosan, believe it or not, which is really toxic. And it's found, you know, in, <laughs> they've discovered it's found in our lakes and streams because it's, it's an antibacterial uh, chemical and, um it's it's over, it's used way too much, and we don't need it. Um, so you want to make sure that you're not using a triclosan-based toothpaste. And just you know, I have one that I like called David's. Um, I have it up on my website. It's just natural chalk, and it tastes good, and um, clay, and other things that are healthy for your gums, and it tastes just as good as Colgate, and works just as well. Yeah, fluoride, for example, is a problem. I mean, it's okay on a tooth, but not in our body. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. I've interviewed people about it, Dr. Kennedy, a dentist, and it's on my film, The Big Secret. But uh, they used to say that if you eat a kitty to hold tube of toothpaste, it could be very toxic, if not lethal. Oh, yeah. I mean, they do say that, um, that, you know, children shouldn't be ingesting the stuff, but it's, you know, it's going in right under our tongues, right? all these chemicals, so, um, and then they put dyes in them. They put, like, especially in the children's toothpaste, they put artificial flavors, like bubblegum flavor, and then they'll put coloring, food coloring, so then it's another dose of it. So aside from, you know, the meals, um, the, the food coloring in food, like the, you know, the orange soda or the M&Ms or whatever, but then you're also getting it in, um, in children's vitamins and um Toothpaste and yeah, things like that. I mean, it's just, uh, just it's really good to be, start to become aware of um, of these these additives that are not not healthy for our bodies. Our bodies, you know, they 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 get uh, information from the food that we eat, and that's why the food needs to be natural and and life giving and. Is energy, you know, and so when you're adding these these additives to it, 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 it creates havoc, I believe, in our guts and 
So many, so many of us have leaky gut, um, and partly it's from, you mentioned earlier, the wheat, you know, the glyphosate on the wheat causing it. So um, and when you have that, you know, you, you, it affects your brain, and you get, you get uh, behavioral issues and emotional problems. So I'm, I'm in the process right now. It's, it's a, a, you know, yes, I healed my tumor, but it's, it's a constant, um, I'm detoxing all the time, and I'm... Um, always, you know, stepping up my game a bit. So I found out that I, I have uh, high levels of mercury. I, I really believe that it's important to test, you know, and so there's, there's a urine test for, uh, to see if you have high levels of glyphosate, for example, and, um, and other chemical toxins. And yeah, so I discovered I had um, mercury, so I'm working on doing a detox now for that. So... Um, you know, you mentioned triclosan, <laughs> which is one thing that really fries my nanny is where I work. The doctor's always putting this stinky stuff on their hands, and it's got triclosan mm. in it. And I keep telling them that goes in their body, and it's not healthy for them. And they they somehow or they think it's just as healthy as washing with soap and water, but the studies show that they're equally effective. But one thing I've noticed is once I've cleared all the toxins out of my home when these people use the triclosan or whatever is in that stuff I start gagging coughing and wheezing which is something new a hyper airway hypersensitivity to these chemicals once I got the chemicals out of my house and these doctors they just keep using it as I think it's I mean it's just a habit and 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 I try to tell yeah. them and they just kind of brush it off right yeah so again education you need to um Give them a little handout, perhaps. I mean, there's a bunch of studies that show that um, regular you know, hand washing with soap and water um, is is better than than using these antibacterials because then you're creating uh, antibiotic resistance. So if you do need an antibiotic down the road, you, your body may not it may not work for you. So all these um, people are coming down with you know infections and staph infections and stuff. In record numbers, this wasn't around, you know, 30 years ago. Well, another thing that's interesting to me is plastic. I mean, you've got all these very healthy people, health-minded people, drinking these this new plastic, which I guess has PBA, PBS or something in it, and they think it's so right. healthy because it says BPA-free, but these BPAs, what they did, the industry did, just substitute another BP you know, instead of BPA, BPS, yeah. and that could be just as unhealthy, uh, if not more, and they're just drinking this stuff. The plastic goes into the food. They're microwaving with plastic, so they have a plastic sauce, and this is dangerous. Yes, yeah, so, yes, you made a good point, um, and, and so manufacturers know that people have become aware of BPA, and so they're now slapping labels on it that say BPA-free, and everyone thinks, oh, it's perfectly safe, but it's not. It's a toxic shell game, and so they're substituting DPS, which is just as toxic, and again, you know, they're not revealing it. So the answer is to get yourself glass or metal drinking bottles and storage containers, never microwave with plastic. And then, you know, I have to tell you, there are certain restaurants, some of the fast food restaurants, they microwave their portions in plastic bags. I've seen that. Yes, scary. Right? Yeah, it's scary. So I, they hire people to actually mop up the plastic. Like when they cut open the plastic, so like with mashed potatoes, so they boil it in the plastic or microwave it, and then they cut open the 
the bag to squeeze out the mashed potatoes, what comes out with it is plastic. You know, you'll see it. And so some of the waitresses are now informed to take a napkin and mop it up on the plate before serving it to the... to the. Um... So these are not, um, you know, the fast food chains. These are like, um, they're like, uh, what are they called? Um, these restaurants, they're sort of family-friendly, but it is mass-produced food. They're not, like, cooking fresh, you know. So um, the big change, you know, that that families go to and sit down at tables like Chili's or, um, you know, those types of restaurants. They're they're sort of low-priced, and they're low-priced for a reason because they're not cooking their food fresh. So you just need to know that chances are you're getting a dose of plastic when you're when you're eating out at these places. So, you know, I've been cooking a lot at home. I'm, I have recipes that I'm sharing with people, and it's fun, and I make soup all the time, and I just know that, you know, I'm doing my body a favor and shopping at farmer's markets. And because, you know, when I go to Whole Foods, for example, um, they're using canola oil in their soup. Oh, and my God. Dressing, Motor oil. Right? Motor oil, right? And then, you know, just the other day, I went to Sprouts. So Sprouts um, has a lot of uh, organic produce, which I'm happy about, and it's it's less expensive than Whole Foods. So anyway, I went to their um, the meat counter, and I saw they had a turkey burger, and I just I just didn't even think to ask well, what the ingredients, right? So I got it home, and then on the label it. It had the ingredients, and I was just blown away. It said, not only did it say turkey and whatever, then it said cellulose. They added cellulose. I'm thinking, why would they do that? So I wound up throwing it out. Um, it, and it, because it had some other, like, awful things in there. And it surprised me um, that Sprouts, which is, you know, considered to be, it says Sprouts Farmer's Market, so it's sort of a little bit misleading, you know. Why are they putting in this extra crap? Because <laughs> when, I, when I buy a turkey burger at, you know, Whole Foods, for example, it's just turkey, and they don't add anything. So, yeah, you got to be sort of a, a little bit of a detective. And, again, when I go to, um, the other thing that I discovered recently is that just because something is grass-fed, doesn't mean they're not spraying the fields with glyphosate. So it needs to be organic and grass-fed or pastured. If they're spraying, you know, we're getting a dose of that. Another thing about BPA is you can find it on their uh, grocery store receipts and in cans. The Environmental Working Group did a study, and one in ten cans of food and one in three cans of infant formula had enough BPA uh, exposure that was greater than 200 times the government's traditionally safe level of exposure. But a couple other things I'd like to say about BPA is uh, it stimulates, uh, it, it weakens gender differences, it decreases the sperm count, it stimulates pro- prostate cancer, causes symptoms of ADHD. Uh, in Yale 2005 study, found that low doses of BPA were linked to learning disabilities, an age-related neurodegenerative disease in humans, problem with brain functions, mood disorders in monkeys. In the Europe, it's banned for, uh, in 2006 for kids under age three. And um, 
it's just, and it's just, and canned tomatoes or leach out the BPA due to acidity. So you get an extra dose. Scary. Right. So especially with tomato sauce, I would buy it in glass jars and, um, you know, I'm also questioning now. I see, you know, BPA-free lined cans, but again, what are they substituting? Because it's another form of plastic in these in these cans. So if you can, I mean, I try to avoid canned foods, especially acidic foods like tomato sauce, and um, try to buy things in glass whenever possible, or make your own. Well, well, Kate, but, you know, you've another one category you have in your book is that stuff that's around us, and we've touched on some of us. So tell us about some of the toxins we find in the bedroom and our carpets and upholstery, et cetera. Well, yeah, um, there's a uh, – well, okay, so this one client of mine had terrible headaches, and um, she, I knew she ate all organic, and she made her own almond milk, and she was off dairy and all this other stuff, and I was curious to know – like why she was having headaches. And um, I said, well, how long have they been lasting? And she said, 17 months. And I said, well, what did you do 17 months ago? Oh, I remodeled. So she got new carpeting and she, and she paint and, you know, uh, all this. So, you know, when I walked into her home, it really smelled, especially the carpet. It was giving me a headache immediately. I mean, I'm very sensitive. I'm like a canary. So, um so I had her open up the windows first and air out the, the things because this stuff's off-gassing. There are, there are toxic chemicals in the, um, especially carpeting that's not made from natural fibers like wool or jute or silk, whatever. They're um, nylon, and it's, it's pretty potent, and they're using glues. Um, so if you're getting wall-to-wall carpeting, which I don't really recommend because it can also harbor mold, which is another big one. Um, so anyway, I, and then I had her get a couple of air purifiers and then her headaches went away, but you know, in paint, there's uh, something called volatile organic compounds. So you want to find a paint that has zero VOC. Like I went to a paint store recently. I wanted to paint a room and, um, they had some paint on sale and I was tempted and then, but then I asked, I said, does this have VOCs? And he goes, oh Yeah. So I thought, well, there's no way that I'm going to use this paint because I knew that I'd be setting myself up for, for a headache for sure. Um, and then I want to talk a little bit about electromagnetic fields because um, that's around. Oh, we've got several time. shows on that, and that's certainly in my next film. But, yes, go ahead. It's very bad. Okay, no, it I just wanted... the blood-brain barrier, the gut barrier. Uh, it interferes with cellular communication. It interferes with the calcium channel communications. It basically is going to make us very sick, especially the 5G. That's going to have frequencies resonating with our DNA. So uh, right. be prepared, so, folks. Yeah, I just wanted from. to say there are some things that you can do in your home to kind of help mitigate that. Um, at night, I would turn your Wi-Fi off. I mean, I've seen pictures of the fields that, you know, the routers give off, uh, it's enormous, and you're sleeping in it. And so at night, when you're asleep, is the time that our bodies heal and cleanse. And so you want to keep your, uh, your home as quiet as possible. Um, and what I've been doing lately is I've just been unplugging everything in my wall. So that means my lamps. I had two lamps, um, an air purifier, um, and a... Um, Essential oil diffuser. I had all these things plugged in when my I was charging my cell phone and all this. So even if they're not turned on, 
the, like the lamps or the whatever, um, it's still emitting a field when the plug is in there. So when you unplug everything, it just seems to quiet everything down. And I'm noticing that I'm sleeping much deeper now. It's just everything just gets quiet. Um, so you don't have to, you know, go to the circuit breaker. And, and I mean, that would be a next step if you wanted to, to do that, shut the circuit breaker off in your bedroom and just shut everything down. But um, it's really important, to not, you know, if you have like a TV in your bedroom, just unplug everything. So, um, and especially that Wi-Fi router. And it's not that hard. People think, well, oh, if I unplug it, what's going to happen in the morning? It's gonna, I have to log in again. No, you just plug it in and it, it, it comes back online in like five, seven minutes. Or use Ethernet, which my college classmate invented. But if you want to learn more about EMF, listen to Elena Poo's talk about 5G, depopulation of the planet. Guy Hudson, who's famous in Europe, discusses it quite a bit. Deborah Davis. And we've got a lot more in other interviews on this. But getting back to the bedroom, I mean, uh, some one thing, you, a couple of things you said in your book that crib deaths have been uh, due to off-gassing chemicals in baby mattresses, and as the mattresses mm-hmm. age and sag, some of these chemicals are released, and water-resistant chemicals that are recognized as carcinogens, more to be scared about, folks. Right. Well, that's why it's good to get yourself a natural mattress. Um, I like Naturopedic. It's all 100% organic and it's, you know, handmade and they're expensive. But think about how long you um, sleep on, you know, you're on it, you know, seven, eight hours a night and you're breathing in these toxic fumes from your conventional mattress. So it's a a big investment, but it's also a big investment in your health. And again, I have a link uh, on my site to to their... um, to their website, and you can look at those. Um, if you can't afford a new mattress, you can get a mattress topper. Um, so I look for things that, can, that are made from organic cotton and wool. You know, wool is a natural, um, it, it wicks moisture away, and, and it keeps you cool in the summer and dry and warm in the winter. Um, and then a natural latex foam rather than these memory foams, which are made from petroleum. Do you want to say anything more about the stuff we put in us? Like, I mean, what the stuff they do to our fo- food to me is criminal. They do things here that the EU will not allow, Europe will not allow. So these American companies make different foods for Europe, but they serve us the bad stuff. Uh, Dave Asprey told me that the Japanese send all their moldy coffee with the ochotoxin to the U.S. Because we don't regulate. We don't care what poisons people eat. Do you like to say anything about the food industry? Sure, yeah, the, the coffee, ex- exactly. Again, I, I like Purity Coffee. I, ha- I have a link on my site to it, and um, you get a discount. It, it's a, I think it's the one coffee that is it's organic and tested for mold. It's important because um, mold in food in particular, so aside from the fact that you're, um, you might be exposed to mold from a leak in your home, which you really need to address, um, there are certain foods that are moldy that, can impact our health and our gut. And then when you in, tie in the electromagnetic fields, it exacerbates everything, including the mold. Um, but let's see. So aspartame, you know, is another oh. um, 
you know, artificial The FDA knew that was a carcinogen, and Donald Rumsfeld was paid, even though the FDA was about to sue the company because they were faking data because they knew it caused cancer. Yet our FDA approved that, put it on our food supply. In the hospital I worked in last spring, every beverage available, everybody had aspartame, and it's in Europe as well. And the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, knew it caused cancer. It's a neurotoxin. It's uh, carcinogenic. Right. Are you so, kidding me? In addition to that, it can cause dizzy spells. And so one of my clients was having uh, dizzy spells, and what happened was she had gotten in the mail a packet of Nestle's Hot Cocoa Mix, zero calories, and she drank it and got a dizzy spell. So she didn't really equate the two, but then, like, there were two packets in in there, so the next day she drank another packet, and she got another dizzy spell. And so she looked at the label, and she saw that it was sweetened with aspartame, and so... She said, oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, I'm going to avoid that. And so then she goes to a restaurant like a week later, and she ordered some pecan pie. And she, when she got up from the table, she's got a dizzy spell. So she asked the chef, you know, what did you sweeten your pecan pie with? And he told her he used aspartame because uh, he wanted to make it, you know, less caloric. And so hmm. she was able to connect the dots right there. Most people... Do not. Most people, they start to get dizzy. They'll call their doctor. They'll get a brain scan. They'll put them on some medication to help with the dizziness, when in actuality, it, it might be just some of the foods that you're eating. So start to pay attention to the soft drinks that you're using. It's found in gum. You know, it's found in certain candies. So, yeah, really not, not a good product uh, to be consuming. Yeah. And um, most people, I suspect, are so ill and so toxin-laden, we don't even notice the symptoms. You know, we can get brain fog from something going directly into our brain. Uh, We don't even notice because there's so many toxins we're carrying around. Now, folks, glyphosate and EMF do similar things. They both open up the blood-brain barrier, so all sorts of creepy, crawly, awful things can get into our brain. That's not good. Opens up the gut barrier, which uh, many of our shows have emphasized that's where healing starts. Naturopaths will agree. The healing, you've got to have a balanced microbiome. So all of these things and all the other toxins, I mean, glyphosate prevents detoxification. This whole toxic soup, I believe, folks, is making us sick. Now, Beth, we have five minutes left. So is there any particular point you'd like to emphasize? And don't forget to tell them about your program in the beginning of May. So what would you like to sure. add? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, Drink plenty of filtered water. It's really important to not drink tap water. I mean, people think, again, it's safe. If you live in a big city, you know, it's filtered. It's really not. There's a ton of um, pharmaceutical meds in there and (laughs) other bad stuff. So, again, if you want to look at my website, I have a great water filter. I've done a a ton of research, you know, with my journalism background. Um, And so I have just you know, a lot of experience with that. And I also want to share that I think it's important because we're so um, exposed to toxins that we detox with the seasons. So uh, I had completed a winter, I do a five-day detox with a group detox, and I had such great results. Um, This last one, uh, one woman lost 10 pounds in five days. It's just amazing. Another one said, you know, he was addicted to cheese, pizza, and wine, and he lost all his cravings, and now he wants to eat like this. And so it's not, it's just eating real food. It's not, um, you know, no processed food. I I get people off wheat, dairy, gluten, 
Um, so alcohol, like that. And um, so I'm doing my next uh, spring detox, um, May, May 6th through 10th. And this time I have a medical Qigong um, expert, Ellie Cohn. And so he's going to work with me to, to teach you how to reset your digestive health by discovering how to clear out the stagnant energy from the gut. And then I'm going to give you a ton of, like, great um, recipes and a, and a, a guidebook and, and uh, you know, just ways to, to we do it together and we have a private Facebook group and it's very supportive and people love it because you just really start to reset your body, reset your digestive system and you see how just eating real, just real food, you know, just for five days can make such a big difference in your health. And so I, I, I invite you all and then if you use... Um, if you go to my website, bestgreer.com, and you look for, it's called the Spring 5-Day Detox, and if you use the coupon code Dr. Susan in all caps, you'll get a 20% discount. So um, it's, it's, it's very, very well worthwhile, and I just wanted to share that with everybody. Another point that comes to mind is fat is where our toxins are stored. So um, yes. maybe the fat is a result of the toxins, but when you start to lose weight, these toxins will come out, so you need to look at detox. Similarly, when you go through menopause, ladies, the lead comes out of the bone, so things start happening. So at certain points, I mean, you might feel worse when you lose weight because that's all the ugly toxins coming out. Right, and I support people with certain, you know, recipes for detox teas, and the foods are detoxifying, the, the herbs and spices that I recommend, and some of the supplements will help with that. So some people, yeah, some people do feel like kind of bad the first three days, but by the fourth day, they're, they're taken off flying and feeling good. So um, just drinking, you know, drinking the teas and the, and the lemon water, but, but eating real pure organic food is, um, is the first step. So I yeah. invite you to join me. Yeah, I mean, the uh, will call it a Herxheimer reaction where the toxins come out and you feel worse. You say, no, this isn't working, but it is working. You've got to go through the little bit of bad phase and help those things come out. Anyway, we're drawing mm-hmm. to a close. I want to thank Beth, and I want to encourage the audience to do your own research, go online, discuss this with your physician, your clinician, and your healers. And so do your own research so you can help other people. You can help yourself, help the whole planet. And above all, be well. Thank you for listening. Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to better health for you this week.